0: Second reading for today comes from the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 1, verses 1 to 10. Let us begin. Paul, Savannah, and Timothy, to the Church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God always for you all making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, labor of love, and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of our God and Father, knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God. For our gospel did not come to you in the word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit. And as much assurance as you know what kind of men We were among you for your sake, and you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in as much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became examples to all in Macedonia and Acadia, who believe, for from you the word of the Lord has sounded forth not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith toward God has gone out, so that we do not need to say anything, for they themselves declare concerning us what manner of entry we had to you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and the true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Here ends our scripture for the second reading. Thanks be to God. Siblings, please join me. In the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Leading us not to temptation, but delivering us from evil. For Thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us continue forth in prayer, Holy God, source of every good gift. The tithes and the offerings we bring to you are simply a token of our desire to walk more closely beside you. We give knowing that rendering unto you what is yours would mean leaving everything at your altar. All we have and all we are. We are not there yet, but with your help, we are on the road to getting there. Bless what we give. May it speak words of compassion, mercy, and love as it empowers your missions and ministry. We pray this in the powerful name of Jesus, whose light we seek to follow. Amen and amen. And siblings in Christ, if you feel compelled to tithe with this ministry, please know that you can click and get to our webpage. And once you're at our webpage, there is a tithe button on our webpage and there's another tithe button within the About Us on our link tree. Or there's other ways to tithe through purchasing merchandise and so forth. With that said, all tithes that come into the ministry go back to helping others, whether it is through donations and support to other nonprofits such as the rainbow youth project or helping sisters and siblings and brothers that are going through things like chemo or financial struggle, or just in need of food or clothing or hats, scarves and so forth. So with that said, know that your money comes in and it goes back out to help others. It does not just sit here and linger. It does not sit there and pay a salary. It does not sit there and pay overhead. It is meant to help others. Others who are struggling, others who are in need. We will turn gears to the gospel of our Lord. Our gospel of our Lord comes from the gospel of Matthew, the 22nd chapter, verses 15. Through 22. Let us begin. Then the Pharisees went and plotted how they might entangle him in his talk. And they sent to him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God in truth. Nor do you care about anyone, for you do not regard the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why do you test me, you hypocrites? Show me the tax money. So they brought him a denarius. And he said to them, Whose image and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. So he said to them, Render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. When they had heard these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. Here ends the scripture from our Gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to Christ. And this brings me to our message today. And I've entitled the message for today as Be a Good Person because that is kind of the topic that I want to speak upon today. I want to speak upon it from the standpoint of who we are or who we are supposed to be as Christians. And who we are to be towards others in this world, but also from the standpoint of the things that we have and we see going on in this world. So as we begin, we all are probably pretty aware of the rules in which that are put in placed from God. Not just the Ten Commandments, but many commandments. And all of which were put in place as structures and guidance and rules so that individuals would live the best life possible and to try to remove people from the different things of this world that they took place in. Things like fornication, things like unlawful killings and stealing, It was ultimately to try to get people to live a better life. But what changed? What changed as we saw Jesus come, the Son of God, come to fruition as what was prophesied in the Old Testament? And when Jesus came, Jesus gave us two commandments two laws or rules that encompassed everything. And they were to love God and to love your neighbor as yourself. And now as I've dissected that thought process in today's day and age, my dilemma with that thought process of love your neighbor as yourself is and we see things happening in society stem from those who consider themselves Christians that stems hate, stems separation, stems division. And I see this happening and it dawns on me that these individuals are taught to hate themselves in a way. They are taught, instead of being taught to go forth in love, to go forth and spread kindness, they are taught to hate themselves for the thought that they had in their head. They are taught to repent and hate themselves for the sin that they might have done, for the clothing that they're wearing, and so forth, for the life that they were living prior to, for the words they said. In some forms of religion, a woman is taught to not like herself because she wasn't subservient to the man in the relationship and that she needs to fix that. There are many things that, depending on the church and the religion, that someone might be taught. But unfortunately, the problem is in today's mainstream, especially Christianity, what's not taught is the part of loving. And as I think of the things that I see out there from, we'll say more of the conservative evangelical side of churches or those places that put forth the biggest display or the biggest picture is what I would describe as peacocking. And for those who don't know, it's almost basically, so. The male makes themselves pretty. If you're looking at it from a standpoint of human beings, someone is like making themselves look hopefully more attractive or better, or just like strutting around to try to get the attention of the female or who they're trying to engage in relationships with. And that's what sits in my head today. When I sit there and think of some of the things Like a bunch of young Christians walking through a mall screaming out Jesus' name like we're at a pep rally. Or megachurches that pack stadiums and produce band concert material every Sunday for worship. I look at that as peacocking. That's not humbling oneself. That's putting forth the ego. And not maybe the individual ego, but the ego of that particular ministry or that church or that congregation. But when those actions take place, just like the person that sits there and is across the the street from a LGBTQIA plus event and speaks repent for your sins on a megaphone. Jesus loves you, it's not too late. And more rhetoric garbage that they've been indoctrinated to speak the way that they are doing it. They are no longer loving and caring for the other human being on which they are saying this to or walking past. At this point, they have become the exact thing that Christ did not want us to become. In many forms today, Myself and other ministers have chosen to say follower of Christ, Jesus, of who we are as preachers, instead of a Christian pastor or minister or reverend. Because of the weight that it holds to deem yourself a Christian in today's Western society, in today's U.S. The sad thing is we have to actually bring receipts when interacting with somebody new. Because the second we say that we are a minister or preacher, walls go up, defense goes up depending on the person because of the traumas that they have been subjected to. In fact, although it's not considered Christianity when we're using the Bible as our reference, even in today's scripture, we see those who were in power within the church send individuals to challenge Jesus Christ, to try to catch him, to try to make him slip up where they could get him and accuse him and put him to death and everything else because he was a problem to them. Because he was a radical thinker. He was the person that was ultimately bringing people to follow him because he was teaching lessons of kindness, of generosity, of love, of healing, of acceptance. And he was going forth into the world with these messages. And that upset the hierarchy in the church, in the religion, in the capitalistic form of things. It upset the chain of command of how you fit in to that whole structure, that rule. And ultimately, it made them feel like their power was slipping away. But Jesus, being who he was, understood that what they were doing was out of wickedness, and they were trying to catch him So he gave them a very simple reply in today's scripture, which was, Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and give to God what is God's. What is God's is love. What is God's is love for all. And as I said, as we were going to talk about being a good person today, we are going to talk about a lot of the negative things, too, that we see in today's world. And these are troublesome things that I find in today's world. Troublesome things that if you are someone who speaks in support of those being marginalized on social media, your content may be blocked, banned or removed, or you may be banned or removed. But if you are a content creator that speaks up against it, your stuff could go viral within minutes seconds and be all through the internet spreading more hate, more separation, more divide. And I shared something earlier today about a true leader. And it was that, and it was an image of silhouettes of people as a zipper. And at the bottom of the image, the people were connected and the zipper was closed. And then you had the zipper piece and you had the opening. And it said a true leader brings people together instead of dividing them apart. And I see the wars we have going on around the world, the war in Ukraine where a leader is driving and separating division from Russia. I see the war happening right now over with Israel and Gaza because of the attacks from Hamas. But what I open my eyes to see is the inhumanity that is taking place in many of these places where the innocent human life is what is being sacrificed so that the rule of thumbs, the hierarchies, ego, doesn't get tested, doesn't have to break, doesn't have to humble himself or itself. And that's what happens in many cases We see that here in the US with a government that can't even function in many cases and could be considered a laughing joke around the world. We see that with misinformation and hate that is spread by those who will use this book as their justification for that hate, for that misinformation. And typically that hate and misinformation is targeted to marginalized communities. And the best part is the ones that need to hear the truths and the ones that need to hear and take trainings and so forth, are the ones that refuse to take place in a seat at that table for that conversation. They are the ones that refuse to accept truths, but have no problem accepting and spreading lies. My heart has broke for so long for my siblings in the LGBTQIA2S plus community for the hate they face on a daily basis to just try to live. And it's based on the ignorant, hateful rhetoric of lies and misinformation. As parents of children in that community, you know nothing, the outside world knows nothing of the fears that we face daily. Fears of the phone call that someone has unalived our child for being who they are. It is the same fears that Right now, innocent Palestinians face in Gaza in regards to that situation there or innocent Israeli face as Hamas keeps attacking. And yet, it's all based on political situations. But I said to you all that I was going to talk about being a good person. Here's where I'm going to talk about being a good person. You see, there are ways to change these things. There are ways to change the hate within the world, but it starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with us. Not just this ministry, but other ministries like this. You see, we have to put our voices out there to be those speakers of truth, to be the speakers of hope, to be the speakers of generosity, of kindness, of love, to be the speakers of empathy, of diversity, of equity, and of equality. When we stop closing the door of conversation, when we stop closing the door of acceptance, we stop closing the door of humanization and start closing the doors to things such as hate, start closing the doors to things such as dehumanization, Start closing the doors to things such as hierarchies or class systems. Start closing the doors to things that create separation, divide, anger, fears. And start opening more doors to education. Start opening the doors to eyes to see and ears to hear truths. We might be able to help make this world a better place for all to come. But right now it's going to start with people being good people now. People who are willing to pay it forward now. Through their acts of kindness, their loving deeds, their generosity. People who are afraid, not afraid to take bend a bended knee to humble themselves, to make things better for all. But we gotta stop being selfish. We gotta stop being fearful that someone else getting something means we get less because that's not what it means. What it means is that someone else getting something means that they're able to elevate to a level that you've been on for years and they haven't. But first we gotta open those eyes to see. Open those ears to hear before we open our mouths to speak. If we want to be a good person, look at the example that Jesus has given us in the Gospels. Because Jesus is the ultimate example of a good person. It's not on how you dress. It's not on how you spend your day. It's not on your occupation. It's not on even who you sit with at the table. It's on how you interact with others. And many times I find myself interacting with others who do not claim to be a Christian because how they act closer resembles how Jesus walked this earth and acted and how the Christians of today act. Let us pray. Lord, we come to you looking to you that just as you were able to stifle out the Pharisees when they came to attack you, we look to you that you would help stifle out those who come to attack us for our words of truth and our words of peace and wisdom and love. But that ultimately you would open their eyes to see and their ears to hear these truths so that they too could open their heart to love, not just themselves or their hierarchy, but others as well. We look to you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Our final hymn is, Lord, I Want to Be a Christian. And for many out there, they don't want to be. But what we are saying is we want to be that feeling of a follower of yours, Christ, in our heart.
1: to be a Christian in my heart. Lord, I want to be more loving in my heart, in my heart. Lord, I want to be more in my heart.
0: Amen and amen. Siblings, let us pray. Creator of all, you have called us and chosen us to be your people. By the power of the Holy Spirit, may we bear witness with joy and conviction to the good news of Jesus Christ, our Lord, now and always. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord turn his face to you be gracious to you. And Lord, have his face shine upon you and grant you peace. Siblings in Christ, go in peace and have a blessed Sunday. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings, then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship-without-walls. Dash dash it's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones have a blessed day